Brothers, Alhamdulillah, it is a great blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed us to come to the masjid. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed us to pray Salatul Jumu'ah. And most importantly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us from among those creation of His who have the ability to do so. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made us human beings, which gives us the ability to believe in Him and worship Him the way we worship. So that is all from the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْصُوهَا If you were to enumerate, count the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it will be impossible. Human being might be able to come to a time, you know, and to a point where they're able to, or they might be able to count the number of grains of sand which are in the deserts. They might be able to weigh the amount of water which is in the oceans. They might be able to count the amount of snowflakes and raindrops that fall from the sky. But there will never come a time that human beings will be able to enumerate the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon themselves. It's not possible. If you just start thinking about the amount of blessings that we have as an individual, you have as an individual, you will be baffled. And the greatest of all the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to His creation, all of the creation, all the khalq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the greatest of all of them, the biggest ni'mah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the entire khalq was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala making the decision of making Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that is by far the greatest blessing on not just the humanity, on every single thing Allah created. The making of Rasulullah the sending of Rasulullah the choosing of Rasulullah as Khatamul Anbiya, Rahmatun Lil Alameen, Allah calls him. It's not Rahmah. For insan, he's not rahmah lil muslimin, he's not rahmah li ahlil ard, right? He's not rahmah for just the creation of the earth, no. He's rahmah for all the things that Allah created in all the different universes, the multiverse, if you want to call it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls himself what? Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. He's the Rabb, the caretaker of all the different multiverse and anything that's out there. Anything that's created. And he calls Rasulullah what? Rahmatun lil alameen. Subhanallah. Right? So, we are in the month of Rabi' al-Awwal. And this is that month in which the greatest blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was sent 
to humanity as a gift. The greatest gift that was ever given to humanity that stepped on the face of this earth was Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Right? The Prophet sallallahu came, you know, with Rabi'ah. What does Rabi'ah mean? Rabi'ah means spring. Right? What does spring denote? What, what does it indicate? It indicates that after a dark and gloomy winter, when everything dies, and it seems when you look at the trees in the forest, it seems like there's no hope anymore. Right? They're completely dry. There's no leaves. There's nothing at all. They're dead. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings life into them. Allah brings what? Life into them. And now all of a sudden you see flowers everywhere blooming. See fruits and vegetation and beauty once again. So when the Prophet ﷺ came at a time when humanity was in the deepest of darknesses that you can imagine. Complete human race was at a loss. The people in the Roman Empire were completely lost. The people in the you know, medieval India, they were completely lost. The civilizations themselves were completely lost. They had no idea what to do. If you read the human history, and you will see this. And especially at the bottom of that pit, right, the scum of that was the people in Arabia. Nobody wanted to rule on them. It was such a hostile place. Nobody wanted to even live there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bought that being into existence who was able to bear the unbearable. Who was able to shift the sands of time in such a way that those same human beings became the best of Allah's creation. They became radiallahu anhum wa an. It's impossible to think about it. When you talk to these people who are in, you know, psychology, they'll be baffled. How is it possible? In a period of 23 years, he didn't have a long time. Only 23 years, my brothers and sisters. He changed the face of human history forever. Subhanallah. This was the mu'jiza of Rasulullah sallallahu He was the biggest the Prophet ﷺ, they say when he was born, he was born at the time, which year was he born in? The year of the elephants. SubhanAllah. So with the inception of the Prophet ﷺ into this earth, before he even became a Nabi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing the signs of his dominion and his rahmah upon the earth. By taking away Abraha. Right? By pillars and things falling down in Rome and so on and so forth. So the coming of the Prophet ﷺ in Rabi'ul Awwal brought life to humanity which was complete at a complete loss. And the Prophet ﷺ, right, showed the Sahaba and he made them the Sahaba, the exemplars for humanity.
right? If you read about what Umar anhu was before he became Umar ibn al-Khattab as we know him, you'll be shocked. If you read about the lives of other Sahaba, how their lives used to be before the Prophet ﷺ touched them, you'll be shocked. So the Prophet ﷺ's mission was to deliver people from the hellfire. That was his goal. How can I take every single human being on the face of this earth into Jannah? That was his fikr, that was his concern. Day in and day out. One time, Aisha radiallahu anha, who we should all know was, right, after Khadija radiallahu anha, the most beloved wife of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa from the Ummahatul Mu'mineen. She asked Rasulullah sallallahu to make dua for her. The Prophet sallallahu made dua for her. And she became extremely happy and elated and excited. She couldn't contain it. The Prophet sallallahu said, why are you so excited? So happy, so elated. You are not able to contain, what's going on? She said, you made dua for me, Rasulullah sallallahu said, I make dua like this after every salah for my ummah. Subhanallah. For you and me. Whom we have forgotten his lifestyle. How many of us know the seerah of Rasulullah How many of us know the hardships that he had to go through in order to bring this Islam to you and me? How many of us know the names of his children? Of the Ummahatul Mu'mineen? We know the names of all the celebrities. In Bollywood and Hollywood and whatever else in NBA and NFL, right? We know their scorecards. We know all of that. If you have a trivia between that and the celebrities, we already know what's going to be, you know, where, where the high score is going to be, unfortunately. It's extremely important for us to know the life of Rasulullah. Because without Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa we will not be able to walk on the face of this earth. It is because of the dua and the mercy and the compassion and the love that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has for Rasulullah sallallahu that we are still walking on the face of this earth, we're still breathing. All the sins of the previous umam, Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about وَيْلُ لِلْمُطَفِّفِينَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا اتَّالُوا عَلَى النَّاسِ That that entire nation of the mutafifin, Allah is talking about, were destroyed because of cheating and deception. And do we see that in this ummah? Like that, there were for, you know, one sin, one type of vice, entire nations were obliterated. Unfortunately, all of them put together are in this ummah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us and our families till the day of judgment from all sin and vice. Say ameen. But why are we still here? We are here because the Prophet sallallahu made dua. He said, oh Allah, do not, please don't destroy my ummah, all of them in one adab. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted that dua. We're here because of him. But do we love him? Or do we just talk about him on the 11th of Rabi'ul Awwal 
when we have to eat some halwa. Right? It's true. Love of Rasulullah or anybody means that it should change your life. It should change my life. I should live like him. I should die like him. I should be like him. That is what it means to love somebody. That is what it means to look up to somebody. So if we truly love Rasulullah like the Sahaba did, right? the Sahaba radiallahu anhum did not celebrate the Mawlidur Rasul, the birth of the Rasul and the coming of the Rasul into this world one day a year. No. They celebrated with every breath that came out of their, came out of them. SubhanAllah. You know, there was a caravan of people who came, I believe from the Roman or the Persian Empire of that time. And they came to see the Prophet in Medina. And when they went back, and their kings asked, how did you find this, you know, for them it was like a king, right? This, this prophet of Allah and his companions said, we found him and his companions like no other on the face of this earth. So what do you mean? He said, his companions love him. They don't fear him, they love him. And they love him in such a manner that when he makes wudu, not a single drop of the water that is left from his wudu touches the earth. SubhanAllah. Before he could touch the earth, the Sahaba would take it and rub it upon themselves. Allahu In the battle of Badr, in the battle of Uhud, the Prophet ﷺ is with them. He's not sitting in the back, like the Roman and the Persian kings. He's with them in the front lines. And guess who's protecting them and jumping in front of Rasulullah to take the arrows which are coming? Allah. They became human shields to protect Rasulullah. So it was just not talk, it was walk. They didn't talk the talk, they walked the walk. They showed to the humanity what it means to be an ummati of Rasulullah. So when we talk about loving Rasulullah and when we want to talk about Mawlidur Rasul and the celebrating of the Mawlidur Rasul we have to do it like the Sahaba did it. Day in and day out. For them leaving a sunnah was unthinkable. For us, oh, it's just a sunnah. Oh, it's nafil, it's okay, no problem. Right? It's not fard. Allahu Akbar. Even those words can shake the throne of, the, of Allah. You are talking about the amal of the most beloved creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not just any other person. Allah called him Rasulullah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah calls him that. Right? So we have to understand the true value of Rasulullah We have to understand what it truly means to love Rasulullah right? We have to inculcate the true love of Rasulullah by emulating him in each and every action of our life. We have to bring a Rabi'ah spring into our life by understanding the life of Rasulullah By understanding the seerah of Rasulullah by reading the seerah of Rasulullah 
right? By discussing the seerah of Rasulullah with our kids and our families and our brothers and sisters and everyone else, we should take this opportunity when this month comes about. And that's what the awliya and the salihin and the muttaqin used to do, right? After the 7th century, they had this occasion in Rabi'ul Awwal, which was not an occasion that they would just eat halwa and miss salah. No. It was an occasion when they used to remember the life of Rasulullah They used to commemorate the life of Rasulullah And they used to talk about how to bring that lifestyle into my lifestyle. That is what it means. Truly means to love Rasulullah And on the day of judgment, my brothers, and I'll finish with this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be in a state of jalal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, who is, you know, the, the Lord of the day today, right? And everybody will be scared. People will go to Adam alayhi salam, the ummah, and they will say, O Prophet of Allah, Adam alayhi salam, please request Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to start the day of judgment. So I, I, I can't do it, you know. I had a slip. You go to Nuh, and Nuh will send them to Ibrahim, Ibrahim salam will send them to Isa. And Isa salam will say, I cannot do it, but I'll take you to someone. And he will take the people to Rasulullah And then the Prophet says that Allah will teach me his praise on that day, which I don't know myself. And he will go in sajda. And he will praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in such a manner, in such a fashion, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, Oh my Habib, raise your head. When he raises his head, he'll be in a state of jamal, a state of beauty and compassion and forgiveness. Allahu Akbar. The Prophet will say, I am not going and entering. The doors of Jannah and the keys of Jannah is in the hands of Rasulullah. And he's saying, I am going to try to save each and every individual from my ummah before I enter. Allahu Akbar. Everyone was given shafa'ah and du'as that they can use in this dunya. The Prophet ﷺ said, I'm going to save my dua and my shafa'ah. For who? For you and me. My brothers and sisters, for you and me. Whom we are forgotten, Rasulullah ﷺ. We are forgotten his legacy. We are forgotten his lifestyle. So we need to remember him. We need to love him. We need to understand his lifestyle. We need to love him with passion. Not just passively, actively. We should truly mean what we say when we are from the ummah of Rasulullah We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us, protect us, inspire us, and take us all to the straight path. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the true love of Rasulullah like he gave to the sahaba and the tabi'een and the atba'u tabi'een and the salihin and muttaqeen of this ummah. Wa akhir da'wana, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen. InshaAllah, we'll have a few minutes for sunnah. Jazakumullah khairan.